because there's so much going on, we all need to join together. We actually need to physically come together as a community of patriots who love our country to plan our next steps and plan the way forward. That's why I am joining with Steve Bannon in the war room, with Tucker Carlson, with Charlie Kirk and the Charlie Kirk Show, and we are all coming together, Phoenix, Arizona, for a meeting of the minds. Tim Poole and Tim Cast will be there. Candace Owens will be there. You know who else is going to be there? You. You're going to be there because this is a working meeting. Go to amfest.com right now, promo code POSO, amfest.com, promo code POSO, secure your presence. You must be there. Let's get into it. that these decisions were made appropriately in light of what has come out. Which decisions? By whom? By Twitter. By Twitter on, okay. So look, we see this as a, a, an interesting or a coincidence, if I may, that, uh, uh, that he would so haphazardly, uh, Twitter would so haphazardly push this distraction. Uh, that is a that is a full of uh, old news, if you think about it. Um, and uh, at the same time, Twitter is facing very real and very serious questions uh, about the rising volume of anger, hate, and anti-Semitism on their platform, and uh, how they're letting it happen. And uh, you know, the president said last week, more leaders need to speak out and reject this. And uh, it's a very alarming and very dangerous. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome aboard today's edition of Human Events Daily, powered by Turning Point USA. Today is December 6, 2022, Anno Domine. Happy St. Nicholas Day. So you got Karine Jean-Pierre up there saying, oh, it's just a, just a coincidence, an interesting coincidence that the laptop has come out now. Then she's coming out saying it's all old news. Oh, I'm sorry. It's not old news to us or old news to the people that have all been wanting to actually find out the truth of what's going on here. But it's also interesting that you're not actually denying any of this. Ladies and gentlemen, you're seeing a White House that's in full on panic mode. That's what this is. They're backpedaling like crazy. It's panic mode. Anyway, to help me break down all of this and to give his analysis is political commentator and clinical research scientist, the one, the only Malcolm Flex. Malcolm, thanks so much for joining us today. Hey, thank you for having me. Thank, thank you so much. I listen to the show all the time. So uh, again, a little bit surreal coming on. So well, um, well, I appreciate that, man. So so when you hear this, this take from the White House, and I, I saw you at a, you posted a video yesterday about it as well, uh, about this laptop, what is the importance of the laptop? And why does it have the White House reacting so strongly? Well, again, the laptop represents a couple of things. Number one, it, re it represents crucial information that was withheld from the voter base. And this is information that it's not like some minor scandal or something so tiny or insignificant. No, this involves President Biden's business dealings. This is something that would have turned the course of the election had it have been included. So I feel like they are trying to cover it up now because they don't need people feeling like they've been hoodwinked, especially with what's going on geopolitically. You know, Ukraine, which interestingly enough is covered in the uh, laptop drops is, um, you know, they're currently receiving exorbitant amounts of money from us. I don't think that's a coincidence. So, again, they want people to basically just scoff it off. And like you said, it's interesting what she didn't say 
was more important than what she said. You know, she didn't say it was fake. And so to me, that just seems like she doesn't want people going in there trying to find points to debunk it, because if they look at the story, which is now not being censored by Twitter, mind you, they're going to figure out, OK, this is starting to, you know, really it's starting to make sense. And that breaks down some layers of cognitive dissonance. Well, we're, we're, we're basically looking at a situation here where we have we have evidence now. Let's put it together. We have evidence now that if you put this together with the declaration from Joel Roth to the FEC, he said this was not an act of political bias. Why? Because we censored the laptop based on the guidance of federal law enforcement. So guess what? We got the receipts. The FBI has now interfered, meddled in two consecutive American presidential elections. And that's a big problem for the regime. It's an FBI staff with a lot of people brought on during the Obama era. So, again, what's not to say that the people within the Biden campaign who basically were, you know, helping pull Joe over the finish line at this point, you know, while he's taking lids, um, you know, let's they have contacts there. So that's something that we really need to pay special attention to is that you have the collusion, you have statements which add up. And then you also don't have a TO, you don't have like a solid TOS reason for this. So again, too many coincidences. And at some point, you know, you start playing the odds. There's just at there's too many coincidences for it to mathematically make sense that well, everything enough, just aligned. And yeah, mm-hmm. and, and all the all the you know, the accidents, all the glitches, all to see all seem to run in the same direction. That's exactly like what you're saying. Statistically, mm-hmm. it doesn't make sense. If this was just an honest mistake, if these were honest coincidences that they all seem to run in the same direction, let's let's cut the crap. This guy, Yoel Roth out there. And 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 if you could just give me a quick minute, what what is your take on Yoel Roth? I mean, we've seen this interview with him where he's saying that, you know, satire and jokes are dangerous we have to take down people where does he come from saying stuff like this well honestly this is the this is the tech oligarchy the mindset this is how every single one of these these la liberals think and you know it's just overly sensitive it's boring it's sanitized stodgy it's part of the reason why twitter was going down in the first place so makes a whole lot of sense when you sort of think of why he wouldn't want people to think for themselves. The guy doesn't like anything that's outside of the established media narrative or what's in the safe zone. Well, and to that point, you yourself, actually, for folks who don't follow Malcolm, you yourself were banned on Twitter and then recently reinstated fresh from the Twitter gulags. Uh, Mm -hmm. So what, what did it feel like to just wake up one day and suddenly your main original account is completely restored? Dude, that's exactly how it happened. It was like eight o'clock in the morning. I'm, I'm sitting up here r- raising out of bed on a Saturday thinking, oh, it's going to be another day, you know, and then all of a sudden sunlight, you know, the, the bailiff walks in. He releases my account from check. He said, you're free to go, man. And I'm just like, what? <laughs> so, again, it was a party. <laughs> fresh out the feds. <laughs> Imagine, imagine that, folks. Imagine that, and, and I think we need to see more of it. We need to see absolutely so much more. But, but hold that thought because in the very next segment, I do want to get into something that you just talked on, and that's Ukraine and some of the dangerous escalation that we're seeing over there. But before we do, folks, I want to let you know because we are in the Christmas season, and we've got 
to help you with your Christmas shopping. We got to do everything we can to be able to help you with that, to be able to get you in there. Offers for free iPhones. Sounds a little too good to be true, right? But just like freedom itself, nothing is free. Mobile phone companies not only lock you into long-term contracts, but they also build the price of the phone into your bill with hidden fees. With Patriot Mobile, they can show you how to get the same iPhone interest-free without games and no contract. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. They offer great nationwide coverage on the best 4G and 5G networks because they use the same towers and the same carriers. So guess what? You get the same service while you support a company that's fighting to preserve our God-given rights and freedoms. Patriot Mobile offers a performance guarantee. Guess what? So if you're not happy with the coverage, you can switch to either of the three major carriers they provide for free. Go to patriotmobile.com slash POSO or call their 100% US-based customer service team. Get free activation today with promo code POSO. If you are fed up with woke companies who don't care about your values or our country, support a company that does. Patriotmobile.com slash POSO. Ukraine is on offense, Russia blaming Ukraine for a drone attack that hit an oil tanker near one of its airfields. This happened overnight, and it happened in the Kursk region that is near Ukraine's northeastern border. This comes just a day after strikes on two military bases deep inside of Russia. So let's talk to U.S. Army Major, retired Army Major Mike Lyons. Good morning to you. Good morning, Bobby. Um, what I find interesting about your analysis of this is that you say this is Ukraine trying to send a message without explicitly claiming responsibility. Yeah, I think it's strategic. It's got very strategic implications. The fact that they have this capability and they're showing it right now is very important, number one. And then number two, the fact that these drones got through Russian air defense platforms. That's just unheard of. We thought back during NATO Cold War days, it just wasn't possible. And lastly, psychologically, the fact that uh, Ukraine can take uh, these drones, 1970s technology, strip out the cameras and strip out all that stuff, put in ordinance and uh -huh. put in the capability that it's hard. It's hard to hit a target from 700 kilometers away. So very, very much uh, advantage Ukraine in this. Oh, man, we got to cancel the CNN major there. I don't know if you guys caught that. What did he just say? What did he say? Said something you shouldn't. He said the Ukraine. Oof. Oof. The Ukraine. Come on, man. Get with the times. It's literally 2022. And you're going to say the Ukraine. And remember, it's Kiev. Kiev. You can't say Kiev. It's Kiev. You bigot, you Russia-loving bigot. But in all seriousness, major attacks, maybe not necessarily from the sense of uh, a casualty standpoint or materiel standpoint, but the fact, and the major is, agree, is something I agree with what he said, is that these attacks took place deep within Russian territory, the Russian heartland, Kursk. Kursk, a region outside of Moscow where the largest tank battle in world history ever took place between the Soviets and the Nazis, something like 8,000 tanks were fielded in that battle in the winter of 42 to 43. Right after the Battle of Stalingrad, they move up to, they move up to Kursk, outskirts of Moscow. The fact that the Ukrainians are now going deeper into Russian territory, striking, by the way, nuclear-capable bases, the strategic, uh, strategic bombers, this is a huge escalation, and we have to go back, and, and Malcolm, I want to get your take on all of this, that Mearsheimer's warning. We understood Mearsheimer's warning last week when he put it out that the United States is escalating on two fronts. We are already in a kinetic proxy war with Russia vis-a-vis -vis Ukraine, and we are currently escalating things 
in the East China Sea, the Taiwan Strait, over the question of Taiwan, not to mention the Korean Peninsula. So does the US face the actual threat of a two-pronged World War II? Malcolm, what's your take on this? Is this an escalation by Ukraine to strike these bases deep into Russia? At this point, it's the escalation. Like, there's almost no way that we can turn back from this, especially just given that Zelensky has a certain proclivity to want to drag the West and any and everybody else that he can into the war. And really, he's got no other options. I mean, there's no way that he can walk away from this because he's already stated multiple times that he refuses to negotiate or rather he'll negotiate as long as it's not Putin. So that's off the table. But then now they're switching from defense where they're defending their homeland or they're just trying to take back, you know, parts of eastern Ukraine to they're actually attacking areas in Russia. And so this does two things. Number one, if Russia ends up getting attacked again, what's the one to stop them from setting off a nuke and blaming Ukraine for this and then going full scale? We're going to haul off and attack Ukraine at that point. What's the West going to do? We've already sunk so much into this do we just say whoa whoa hey we good cuz we good or is there a situation where right. you know I mean, we try to force them to talk i mean I, I i and that's what i was just going to ask you actually is you know you say oh that's that's you know for for folks that are that are cheering on ukraine they say oh that's great they were able to get under the air defenses they had the old drones but they were able to you know reconfigure them with new technology get in under there hit some base weren't able to take out the bombers by the way but at least you know it was a sting put it that way but at the same time, you are playing footsies with one of the world's largest nuclear superpowers. Why do you think this is a good idea? Okay. They say, oh, well, Russia hasn't used their nukes yet. Okay. We don't want Russia to use their nukes. That's, you know, that shouldn't be something that we're celebrating. That shouldn't be something that, right, you know, why mm. would we want to escalate things through it? That, that's basically what I'm saying, because yeah. we talked before. If that laptop hadn't been censored, if that story had come out, the election had gone differently, the people of Ukraine, and I'm just going to say it, they would not be in the situation right now. The war never would have happened. We would not see the escalation. We would have seen the destabilization of Ukraine vis-a-vis Burisma, because it's all about the Ukrainian energy market being the feeder for the EU, right? That was the plan. And who stood to benefit from that? It was none other than uh, Biden and the Biden family through Hunter and his seat on Burisma. This was so obvious. And and I think you're exactly right that, and I guess here's my question, is it possible? Is it possible for the forces of the people to actually stand up against these financial interests, uh, interests because they have such a financial interest in continuing this war that at some point, are they gonna run up against that wall and realize they can't turn this back? I don't know, you know, Honestly, all propaganda has been pointing to the fact that Ukraine's been winning. Oh, this is a major victory for Ukraine. Oh, Russia's on the back foot. Putin is sick and ill, and he's he's like a cornered animal. That's where all the rhetoric. Is hey, he fell down so, the steps, right? They said he fell down the steps. That's and and pooped himself. The, the I want to meet the intel agent, by the way, whose job it is to track whatever Biden's doing in the White House and then replace the name with Putin and then leak that to all their mockingbird, you know, reporters out there. And, so see, and, Biden and, fell up. He fell up the steps. Putin fell down. So that's right. You know, that's right. Biden is Biden can only Biden can only ascend. <laughs> <laughs> he's attained apotheosis somehow. Oh, man, we are we're we're living in pink clown world. But at this point, I don't know if the people you know, I don't know how the people do this, because, again, there's so many layers of cognitive dissonance that were built up 
in this conflict. And, mm. you know, again, if Russia decides to glass Ukraine, God forbid they do, because that would be horrible. And I feel for the Ukrainian people, again, they're well within their rights. Back then, before Ukraine struck, struck Russia, everybody would have made Russia a prize state. Now it's kind of getting to the point where, well, we see, you know, they really had no choice. Ukraine's just pushing and pushing and they're getting all this funding. So it's kind of like. And that's how it is, right? That's how it always goes with these with these uh, escalations, you know. And by the way, the, the Crimea bridge attack, you know, they hit that thing. They took out one of the lanes. Guess what? Vladimir Putin just drove across that bridge today in a Mercedes, and then he walked across, he got out and walked across this band that had been attacked. So my point is, uh, you you think you're striking them, but what did Russia do in response? They went in and took out all of the energy infrastructure of Ukraine going immediately into the winter. So when I look at something like this, wouldn't you want to say, wouldn't you want to say for the people of the country, the people on in in the line of fire, the people in the line of fire, the families there, the kids. Let's do what we can, de-escalate things before we go into the winter, stabilize it out so that people can at least survive. That's what it comes down to. Come back, last segment. Last breaths are sacred. When I imagine my final days, I see bubbles. I see the ocean. I see music. Even now, as I seek help to end my life, there is still so much beauty. You just have to be brave enough to see it. Die for the state. Die for the government. This is what's coming out of Canada. That's a horrific video that came out of Canada and it's it's doing numbers on social media it's it's running around but there's also a new headline that came out of Canadian media and i got to look at this and say what are we doing as a country as a, as a society right not you know my, my country but Canadians my god what are you doing uh, i've been going to canada since i was a kid great country love the people this is this is sick the headline stated that with the increase in medically assisted death, it will actually lead to a lot of savings in healthcare costs for the government, <laughs> which it sounds like something that's that's like a Babylon B headline. This is real life. Malcolm, you just said it yourself. We live in pink clown world. Why is it that there are people now that will actually come out and defend? And I'm seeing people on the right libertarians i'm seeing people defend this and say well it's their choice if they consent to it it's fine die for the state it's the same people by the way who say who are totally fine with the gender experimentation on children go ahead get the double mastectomy at 13 go ahead do the do the uh the hormones at 12 or under you know that's fine that's your choice that's your that's it's all in the name of of free liberty need we need liberty we must preserve liberty you know why do they have such facile arguments and and how do we deal with these people you know i'm still i'm still sort of reeling from that ad because they really tried making killing yourself beautiful and yeah. that's yeah. Uh, oh god you know i've got so many questions first off and i got to get this off i can't laugh about this but if we 
tell somebody now on Twitter to kill yourself. Is that now considered incitement to violence or is that medical advice based on Canada's uh, guidance? Well, maybe it's maybe it's a yeah, it's it's a blessing, actually. It's a blessing. Mm-hmm. Right. So if right, that's exactly right. So what 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 he's saying is that, you know, as as, a, you know, as a member of a former Twitter POW mm-hmm. that you used to be able to get banned on Twitter for saying that you probably I would guess that you probably still could get banned on Twitter for saying mm-hmm. that. But the point is that if Canada is saying is offering it as a, a benevolent act, an act of gratitude, then are you actually wishing wishing someone well if you say that? So uh-huh. what you're saying is that next time you type uh, KYS on Twitter, you're actually you're actually blessing someone. Is that what you're saying? Yes, yes. This is sound medical advice, you know, scientifically reasoned. And also, how do you upsell somebody on this? That's that's really you know, it's kind of sending me on this. Like, are, are the so what you're saying is the, so the so what you're saying from the libertarian perspective that they would want, you know, competition. They wouldn't adjust, mm-hmm. they wouldn't want it to be a government monopoly. They would want competing private interests, private firms like out of Futurama when they have the suicide booths. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, you know, again, investment, like are we investing in more comfortable seats? Are we investing in, you know, a spectator view where, you know, we'll we'll take it out to here, you know, location, 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 where, do you, you know, where do you go and get yourself off? Like, it's just, so you don't want to use one of those ratty, rundown suicide trailers. You know, no. you want you want top notch. You want to go out with a bang. Not like a want, king. You know, you want the public spectacle option. You want the you want the one where it's going to stop traffic for a day. You know, you I mean, you could the memes write themselves, right? The, they, but, they really do. But, but let's get serious for a second because what does it say to a society, right? And what does it say even to kids? Because, you know, I'm, I'm sure children could see that ad. I'm sure my kids might mm-hmm. see that. Ad. Your kids might see that ad. What does it say to a society when you're flipping through the channels and suddenly, oh, here's here's an ad that says, if you're if you're feeling depressed, why don't you just kill yourself? Well, it's like everything else. You know, they started with on TikTok marketing antidepressants and all of these other drugs, you know, vis-a-vis you don't even have to get a uh, prescription like they're doing that so this is just next step but another thing canadians are for this you know we already saw that they swallowed the idea of death panels back in 2013 and nobody had anything to say about a panel of people just saying whether or not to pull people off of life support because it saved costs this is just the next step you know this is basically the end point of socialism and communism Except now, instead of starving to death, like, you know, let's say Venezuela, you get to make the choice and, you know, buy your way on out. And it's just a horrible message to kids, uh, a generation of kids that are already broken, you know, men who can't make it in the dating market, who feel like they'll never look like that guy on Instagram. So what's the point? You know, you 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 had the MGTOW movement sprout, sprout up just because of this. And that killed my generation, you know, our generation, the millennials, centennials, you know. Stuff like that is only spinning us faster and faster and faster down the drain. And and, right, is- and, and, and for folks who, who who aren't up on all the lingo, MGTOW, that's, you know, men going their own way. It's it's sort of this idea that, you know, it's it's OK to not have a relationship. It's OK to not get married. It's OK to not have kids. Whereas I argue. And by the way, like I, I'm not I'm not trying to judge anybody in their choice. But what I'm saying is from a social perspective. We should be promoting family as a society 
because I guarantee you, and, and Tyler Boyer and I, we just did a whole Sunday special on this. There are different types of families. There's adoption. There's people who have fertility issues. I told the story of Milton Hershey and how he started an orphanage and made all his money. And then he bequeathed the entire Hershey chocolate company to his orphanage, to the Hershey school, so that his children, right, his adopted children would be the owners of Hershey all the way through history and, and that they'd be able to help more kids and pay it all forward. So there's, you're never too old to start a family. And I guarantee you that you are, you are missing out. And I'm just going to say it. You are missing out on, on one of the greatest joys in all of life if you have not made those connections and there's always a path, there's always a way out. And the answer is never ever to swallow that literal final black pill. Last word, Malcolm Flex, and let people know where they can follow you. All right. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is just part for the course. They're already, they're already touting abortion and, you know, killing them before they're born. So might as well get them while they're living as well. Right. Retroactively. But, um, to end, you know, on a better note, if you if you guys would like to find me, you can do so in two ways. I've got social media presences, everything listed on one website, www.flexflexyoursuccess.com. I offer Instagram, you know, again, I have a Telegram channel that we're working on building. And I also do services such as, you know, consulting and also resume building. Or just follow me on Twitter if you just like to laugh at malcolm underscore flex 48 once again that is malcolm underscore flex 48 but call now and follow now and you get a free I, i'm sorry free coupon to the suicide boot <laughs> oh no no uh, we were, okay. it was so professional and then he throws in the suicide boot uh, I, I i said producers i you told me he's promised no trolling i said no trolling if you come on the show i'm a this rascal serious a high level production. We're very serious, right? Malcolm Flex, thanks so much. Everybody got to go follow Malcolm at, you know, at your own, but, you know, buyer beware when you follow him. Follow him at your own risk. Ladies and gentlemen, as always, you have my permission to lay ashore.